We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Uh, happy hump day, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wednesday, the 23rd of May of 2018. I am such a day off. I have I thought all day yesterday it was Wednesday, and now I'm thinking it's Thursday. This could be a problem. Oh, <laughs> goodness. Keep an eye on me. Really quickly, Jen and I yesterday after oh. the show went to uh, Riverview East Academy off of Kellogg Avenue and had a end of the school year party with their autism unit. And, and oh, God, they are just the cutest. They, they are. But man, I was like, no I wonder teachers them. are so exhausted sometimes. <laughs> they have a lot of energy. Oh, I love them. I was playing The Price is Right with one of them. You would have loved was. this kid. You would have loved this kid. <laughs> he got a, a pen in his package from Got Special Kids. Tammy Anderson and the group over there always take great care of these of these students and Even have little gift packages and stuff. and stuff. And the one kid that was the most excited when I first saw him, he looked at me and he says, I'm getting toys today. <laughs> so he was thrilled. He pulls a pen out of the bag. Yes. Right? And immediately starts talking into it like it's a microphone. And he's doing, you're the next contestant on The Price is Right. <laughs> so I'm like, call me down, call me down, call me. So then he does. He's like, Miss Jen, come on down. Yes, you're awesome. the next. That was <laughs> so, me. And yeah. Jen was like, what do I win? What do I win? What do I get to bid on? What do I get to bid on? And he's <laughs> like. And HGTV. It was awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, and he's like, "What's your bid?" And I took like two seconds, and he's like, "What's your bid?" <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping he was gonna. And I looked at him. I'm like, "Gabriel, say a new car, a new car." <laughs> I told him next time we played, I wanted him to to give me a new car. Oh, yeah. good. Well, we have to thank uh, Pizza Hut on Red Bank Road because they did provide the yeah. food for the party. They were awesome. So special thanks to them. Mm-hmm. All right, we have a lot to get you caught up on. Brett Favre, totally high during his best years in the NFL. Will Becca the Bachelorette find love this season? And will there be a penalty for kneeling during the national anthem? So lots to get you caught up on. The first E! News of the Day is coming up straight ahead. Jeff and Jenna, Q102. Time for some of the news that didn't make the news this morning. You really want to know what hot dogs are made of? No. Would you be offended if you saw summa cum laude on a cake? And why you need to do more than just turn your phone off if you want to be more productive. It is Wednesday, the 23rd of May of 2018. 24 years ago today, I changed Jen's life. Forever. (laughs) Forever and ever. Walked into a studio and met Jen for the first time 24 years ago today. And your impression was? It was good. (laughs) (laughs) It's been... been, uh, 
Wine and roses ever since. <laughs> ever since. <laughs> well, c- congrats on the friendship, guys. Oh, oh thank yeah, you. That's a long time. I was to talking to somebody about it every day. Off the air, I said, I always think about if you two would have hooked up the first time that you met each other, how old your babies would be. And it's interesting that you could have a 23 year old. We could have a grandchild. Oh, my gosh, you could. Not really. I mean, maybe <laughs> Ash. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be an interesting family. Wouldn't it? Interesting family dynamic with Certainly. all that going on. Mm-hmm. You two never together, right? I thought you were going to say if they had hooked up when they first met each other, would they still be together? <laughs> they would not be. No. <laughs> Probably not. I don't know. <laughs> but you never know. You know, every, what is that movie with Gwyneth Paltrow, Sliding Doors? It's like every little decision has major consequences. And who knows, maybe if we would have hooked up and gotten together, eating fancy food and traveling the world wouldn't have been his thing. True. Very true. Maybe, you know, I would enjoy saving money. <laughs> I got it. Just we laughed know. and laughed at that one, didn't we? <laughs> Worst financial decision Jennifer made was not becoming one of my ex-wives. He's got a point. That's true. If for nothing else, I should have married him just for a couple of years. Right. No in there. there. Right. According to a new survey, 43% of Americans say they do not want to know what their hot dogs are made of. Mm -hmm. I prefer not to know. I mean, I'll go forward and try to find a beef hot dog or, or something that at least I think is made with better quality stuff. But uh, nope. even that, I don't really want to know. It's funny. that Always feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is a story today because yesterday... I had a bologna sandwich, which I hadn't had in forever, like a cons bologna sandwich. And I said to my mom, I don't even ever want to know what's in here. It is just so delicious. Well, this is an interesting question because there is a trend in fine dining. And this has been going on for years, so this is not a new thing. It, It really is head to tail. They call it head to tail dining where they utilize every Every part part. of Mm -hmm. the animal because there are a lot of tasty and nutritious parts of the animal that are often discarded of or ignored Mm -hmm. or not consumed Mm -hmm. because, you know, psychologically we have a hard time putting it down and keeping it down. (laughs) Right. Okay. (laughs) And. So, I mean, when you think about the fact that in many ways, you know, we've been doing this for years, but we've been doing it in the form of processed foods, it's really not all that insane. It's not all that crazy. 
And the fact that more and more people are willing to go to a restaurant and consume the same ingredients you know, that are in, mm-hmm. they're in many of these foods, they're just not processed. And 33% of people say they don't eat hot dogs at all, mainly because they're afraid of those ingredients. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you're curious, the most popular hot dog topping is mustard, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure matches the vibe of the rest of the survey, but whatever. You don't like mustard, Jen? I don't. And not on my hot dog. I want ketchup. Oh, wow. Do you like mustard on anything? Um, not... A pretzel. Uh, a big Cervati German pretzel. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, maybe a little bit. It's got to be a certain kind of mustard and I wouldn't even be able to tell you. I'm okay with it on my Coney from Skyline. Oh, yeah. That I'm all right with. And I'm all right with it if it's mixed with ketchup. Mustard and ketchup together? Yeah, like if I've got a McDonald's, you know... What about what mustard, mustard and, and relish? Can you do that combo together on a dog? <sighs> no. I like, and this is where I'm a renegade, I like ketchup and mustard. Mustard and ketchup on my hot dog. You are. You're a rebel. <laughs> I like it any way, shape, or form. <laughs> comes. I can eat a plain. I can eat it with ketchup. I can do mustard. I can do barbecue sauce. And look at this, uh, another food trend here. The hot new food trend is bowl food, and that's not just a clever name. It literally is eating food out of a bowl. Why it's a trend, I'm not sure, but trendy restaurants have been serving different foods in small bowls with a small fork, and it's become so popular that bowl food was featured at the royal wedding. Uh, Is this similar to your dump things that you do, Tim? No. The dump dinner is based off of a... Kathy Mitchell cookbook that she created where you dump everything in a bowl and mix it up and cook it. In the crock pot. We just do whatever the heck we want to do, uh-huh. but we just call it that because it's in honor of Kathy Mitchell. Okay. Well, if you're wondering what goes into this bowl, mm-hmm. it seems like a mix of just vegetables and meat. I'll show you the picture. So this is the actual bowl food that was at the wedding. Also, oh, it's literally just... A food in a bowl. bowl. Yeah. I thought you were talking about, like, because the ramen thing is now, a, you know, all the restaurants in OTR have ramen. Yeah, yeah. noodles. Yeah. Here's another example. There's a restaurant in Brooklyn that has a create-your-own-bowl for $10. For $10, you go in there, and you can choose to add things like roasted asparagus, mm. green salad, egg, bacon, avocado, mm. hummus, chicken, and smoked salmon. But don't even think about taking the stuff out of your bowl and putting it on a plate, because then it becomes plate food. Yeah. And that is not trendy. Not, no. <laughs> don't you dare eat your food on a plate. Much less I'll tell you what you'll trendy. like is that baby fork. It's like a little teeny tiny fork or spoon that they give you to eat it with, and it's really cute. That's what I think is the <laughs> trendiest part of it. A woman named Kara Kozinski from Charleston, South Carolina, was throwing a graduation party for her son Jacob on Saturday. And so she ordered a cake from a Publix grocery store. Her son was graduating summa cum laude. So she wanted the cake to say, congrats, Jacob, summa cum laude, mm-hmm. class of 2018. Mm-hmm. Except the public's website wouldn't let her put that on a cake. Because of the spelling? Yeah, their <laughs> their website filters thought that uh-huh. uh, it was profanity uh-huh. because of the way cum is spelled in summa cum laude. It confused the middle word with 
something else. <laughs> so Kara put a message in the special instructions part of the form on the website explaining what the term really means and even sent a link to a website explaining the Latin. But it didn't matter to Publix when she got the cake. It said Summa dash 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 <laughs> Loudy. Are you serious? Yep. And then oh she had to spend the entire graduation party explaining to everyone why it was censored. That's funny. Her son was embarrassed. Publix oh, apologized and did offer to pay for the cake, which is nice. Nice gesture. That's funny. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it's 739. God. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Hey, uh, here's one way to keep people from getting all angry over a power outage. Give them something way bigger as a distraction. There was a power outage in the middle of the night on Sunday in Lake Worth, Florida, and the city's warning system automatically sent an alert to all of the cell phones in the city. But the alert was about, and this is not a joke, a zombie apocalypse. I'm glad that there is an alert that's ready to go for that, just in case. Yes. It's, I mean, uh, if there's a zombie apocalypse alert, isn't there also probably uh, an attack of extraterrestrials alert? You sure. would think so. I would think so. Because I would think that would happen before a zombie apocalypse, don't you? I think uh, <laughs> the likelihood, yeah, yes. Yeah, would be greater. It said, power outage and zombie alert for all residents of Lake Worth and Terminus. Did you hear, Jen? Hold on, there's more. Sorry. There are now far less than 7,380 customers involved due to an extreme zombie activity. Restoration time uncertain. And obviously Hmm. there was not a zombie apocalypse. It was just a 27-minute power outage. Hmm. The city says it must have been a prank, especially with the Walking Dead reference to Terminus in there. Uh, and they're trying to figure out who got into their automatic text alert to make it say that. But, so huh. I was reading this article, and I was—I meant to tell you about this, Jen, because you brought up the aliens. But did you hear about the three-fingered mummy aliens they found in Peru? Uh, well, last I week? have not, but I am not surprised at all about a three-fingered Peruvian. So what happened was, is that they were excavating this area in Peru and they ended up finding these alien mummies and in full, I'll show you there. They, but they had three fingers apiece, two arms, two legs, and it's kind of like real legit alien life forms. I know you're one of the only people that believes in aliens with me. (laughs) Ancient alien stuff on uh, history channel. That's all real. Yeah. Yeah. So get ready for it, people. I mean, I just, wow. yeah, it's it's just a matter of time. I the mean, government's been keeping it from us. What do you think's going on out there <laughs> in that area 51? You think that's not real? Those rock formations in Chile were not cut by humans. That's right. Seriously. An ancient machine from a spaceship. It's real, I tell you. What do you think, Jeff? I mean, look at them. I'll show you the picture. Oh, yes, of course it's real. It's the news that's fake. All this stuff that we're talking about here, that's real. Absolutely. Oh, you know what? You see it our way, Jeff. I'm going to post this. I'm going to let people be the judge. There you go. Hey, if the scientists are coming in and saying it's real. Right. Are the scientists saying it's real, or did you get this off of, like, the globe? No, this is from science. Okay. The same P- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
This is from Science. This it's is fr- from news.com slash au slash science. Okay. Then it must be real. Mm-hmm. How is it not? It's just very arrogant, don't you think, of us, Jeff, to believe that we are the only living organisms in the entire universe. Oh, I didn't say that. You just don't think any of them are buried in Peru? I don't know. They might be. Possibility. <laughs> I leave open the possibility. <laughs> I mean, what are they supposed to do with the dead alien bodies? Let's take a look. Let's study it. Let's see it. Let's well, learn from when it. When they died, you know, they bury them. I don't they know. Them we, like everybody do else. we not have any bodies? Look at that. Three fingers. I mean, we got we're we're digging up mummies that are, you know, tens of thousands of years old. We don't have any aliens to look at. Well, they well, don't we want to slaughter them all. You don't want they, we don't we can't tell you they're aliens because Why not? Because then other things that we have grown to know and accept as standard believe to be real and believe as ways our entire culture is set up will fail. Yes. And people won't know what to do. The Mass hysteria. When someone it says, be. hey, guess what? Peter, Peter and uh, Gabriel the angel, <laughs> they were aliens. <laughs> it's a crazy story. Then people will go, oh, my gosh. Well, what about the church and uh, Christopher Columbus? There is so very nervous. much repressed information. Oh, out yeah. There, or suppressed. You. Yes. Because of the chaos it would cause in the world if we knew. So if we exposed people to these truths, yes. it might make them question other lots of hard held truths. Correct. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. Like the possibility of climate change. Oh, you bet man made climate change. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> yeah, let's not get crazy. <laughs> Let's only take it in this direction. You know what? I'm going to let people judge for themselves. I put it up on the Q&A2 Facebook page. Mm. Can... You look at the three-fingered alien. Hey, it says here, though, that they have their DNA features 23 pairs of chromosomes, just like we have. All four of them were males, and they each had a Y chromosome. They appeared to be human, but they're not. How about that? Science. Yep. All right. Hopefully, there will be further study, and we can learn more about it. By the way, this is really kind of cool. This will make that programmer cousin of yours feel feel even worse about the the app that he or she's been working on for three years and can't seem to sell. A woman named Masako Wakamiya learned to code a little over a year ago, and she released a successful iPhone game called Hinadon. 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 But here is the kicker. This woman who learned to code and created the successful iPhone app is 82 years old. Her game is intended for older people who are interested in traditional Japanese culture. It's basically a memorization game where you dress up little ornamental dolls and have to put them in the right spot. So it might not be cool by teenager standards, but... Over 50,000 people have downloaded it in the past year, and that is, that's pretty cool. At least it makes it successful. Masako recently did an interview where she talked about how learning new things is important as you get older. And she says that she has some more app ideas in the works. Best part of that story is the source was ARP. <laughs> <laughs> the AARP people. That's cool. <laughs> it is cool. Uh, okay, so here's the deal. Where you keep your phone during work can actually have a major effect on your productivity, according to a recent study, Even especially if it's out where you can see it, and even if it is off. 
Researchers tested people's cognitive abilities while their phones were in different places. They tested their cognitive abilities uh, while the phone was in their pocket, uh, if it was face down in front of them or in another room, and their phone was on mute in all three scenarios. Well, they performed best when their phone was in another room where they couldn't see it. They did the worst when their phone was right in front of them. Which makes sense. The effect was similar to how you would perform if you didn't get enough sleep. But the weird part is, it still affected them even when they did the experiment with their phone off. And here's the science behind why that's the case. Just knowing it's there. (laughs) Basically, your brain knows your phone is a really powerful tool that you use all the time. So it is trained to pay attention to it. And even the fact of ignoring it uses up some of your brain power. So if you really need to focus on something, you should leave your phone in another room or in your car so your brain knows you can't access it. Hmm. Evidently, just turning it off or leaving leaving it in your bag is not enough. So there you go. You learn so something you know? new every day. <laughs> it's science. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.